Our scripture reading this morning comes from 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 12 through 27. Hear the words of our Lord. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one, so it is with Christ. For in the Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews and Greeks, slaves and free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but many. If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear was to say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an ear, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? And as it is, there are many members, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need for you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we clothe with great honor. And our less respectable members are treated with great respect, whereas more respectable members do not need this. But God has so arranged the body, giving the, the greater honor to the inferior members, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have, have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now, you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. California is home to the Redwood National and State Parks. The redwood trees are the largest living things on earth and the tallest trees around the world. Some of them are 300 feet high and more than 2,500 years old. You would think that trees of that stature would have a tremendous root system reaching down hundreds of feet into the earth, but that's not exactly the case. Redwoods have very shallow root systems. The roots of these trees, however, are intertwined. They are tied together with each other, and they're interlocked. So when the storms come and the winds blow, the redwoods can still stand tall. With an interlocking root system, they support and sustain each other. Thus, each tree is important to one another, and so it is with us and our church. God has given us the church, which is the body of Christ on earth. 
when one is baptized into Christ, one is baptized into the body of Christ. Through Christ, we are all bound together in community and in faith. Belonging to Christ, we belong to each other. Fellowship with Christ means fellowship with each other. God has made us a family, a community of faith. This is, God's, God, this is our God-given support group. And this support system is intended to meet some crucial needs in our lives. So today, as we discuss and as we continue to discuss what a difference a life of faith makes and means, especially in a world so difficult and divided, let us consider the community God has offered us through faith and how essentially being part of this community, we are part of one another and we are part of something greater than ourselves. Scripture talks extensively about coming together and holding each other accountable, lifting each other up in prayer, and continuing to be in fellowship. And we find that especially true for the early church. Times were tough, persecution was rampant, and the early believers found strength in numbers. They were bounded together in fellowship and in community, and they, know, and they knew that they needed each other. I think that's why it's important to keep that in mind today. There are so many things that we can find ourselves divided on. Um, there seems to be very little unity in community today. We're divided over things like politics and religion and mor morality. You, you can just name a lot of things. And there's very little conversation that's happening to bridge the gaps between our differences. Instead, we find ourselves taking sides and pointing fingers at who's wrong and who's right, yet we forget the fact that there is room at Christ's table for us all. I mean, we can find this in our scripture reading from today. It says that it is what is true for our physical bodies is true for the church body. Some at the church in Corinth felt prideful because they had more visible spiritual gifts like prophecy and healing and miracles. But others in the church felt inadequate because they had less visible but equally valuable gifts like serving and helping and faith and wisdom. In essence, they were divided because of their differences. And for this, they were unhealthy. So Paul reminds them that the church is like the body. It's made up of different parts, and they all do different things, but it's crucial. Everyone, every part of the body is crucial um, to the health and to the life and the vitality. They just needed to stick together. All of us know that the body has parts and that the body has meaning when they are connected to one another. I mean, a head by itself is useless. And toes on a foot is great, but toes in a box, not so much. A collection of hands and feet and arms and eyeballs don't make a body. They have to be connected, and they have to have life. And that is true for the church. And I think that's what I love most about our church and about our faith in general 
It allows room for us to bring our individual identities and beliefs and spiritual gifts and incorporate them into this one large body. Let's look at verse 13, for example. It says, for we are all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free. And we are all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. So in other words, the Holy Spirit energizes and organizes the body of Christ. In verse 18, it says, but in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as God wanted them to be. So God has energized us powerfully and organized us perfectly that we might serve God effectively. And the Corinthian church was divided and unhealthy because the people were divided and unhealthy. And they were upset about the way God had arranged them. But Paul goes on to explain that a healthy church looks and functions when the believers the individual believers come together and when they know that they need each other. Not only despite their differences, but because of their differences. So let me give you an example of how I've seen this work in our world today. As you all, or many of you may know, I just got back from my trip to Africa, South Africa. Um, about a year ago almost, I was elected to represent Oklahoma, um, the Methodist Conference in Oklahoma, and the South Central Jurisdiction at the Global Young People's Convoca Convocation, and we'll call that GYPC. GYPC is a quadrennial gathering of young Methodists and young leaders from around the globe. Every four years, young people come together to engage in fellowship, community, worship, and um, learn valuable lessons about leadership and the church. So at this event, over 40 different countries in five different languages were represented. This trip really kind of opened my eyes to the profound creativeness of God, seeing different people worship in different languages and styles and expressions opened my eyes to how big our God really is. Most of our time was spent in discussion over several pressing issues like sexuality, and nationalism, and sexism, and migration, and child marriage, and how we can better prioritize young people in the local church. But of course, because of our differences, there was much disagreement within our discussions. Between language barriers and cultural differences and understandings, there were moments so intense that we had to stop and pray for one another and spend time in prayer together. One day, we even stayed up in a legislative session until just after midnight. This is how intense the meeting was. There were many points of disagreement and hurt feelings and sharp words. And truth of the matter is, I imagine not everyone left happy. But again, we found it crucial for us to express our unity despite our differences. Now, as I reflect on this trip and I think of our scripture passage this morning, I think about all, how different all 330 of us 
truly were gathered in that same room. I think about how each of us brought a uniqueness to the gathering and essentially to the United Methodist Church and our faith as Christians in general. We all came from our own, our own cultural understandings and our own races and our own orientations and economic backgrounds. We all recognize each other. And we all recognize that we experience the divine in very different ways according to our social context. But just because we had our differences and we believed differently, it did not stop us from worshiping and being in community with one another. Like Paul outlined in our scripture, we recognized ourselves as different parts, but we still valued one another as vital parts of Christ's body. And the most beautiful thing about the whole trip was at the end of our conversation and at the end of our heavy debates, we were able to stand there tall together, like the huge redwood trees in California. We were able to share and intertwine our roots and share our cultures and intertwine our uniqueness as we worship there together. Just like those roots of those trees, we were tied together as each of us were each other's support and sustainment, knowing that we needed each other, knowing that we were all part of one another, knowing that we were all vital parts of Christ's body, and because of that, we were part of something greater. So as you go forward from this place and you think about your particular role in the church and in the Christian faith, think about how God has called us each uniquely to serve. And God has arranged us perfectly to serve. And each of us have a gift in this one body. I pray this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.